Hey, welcome to episode three of the Rosh Hashanah Project. Today's guest is a writer of political satire, poetry, and is also in the process of writing an Australian crime mystery, which we briefly discuss in this episode. He's not an actor, but he was kind enough to star in my short film, The Job Interview. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Jack Nugent. Welcome to the day in the life of Jack Nugent. <laughs> how how you been finding the lockdown? Uh, it's quite surreal, but if I'm honest, I would kind of uh, prefer this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. But just obviously not under the circumstances. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, you can see me now. So I had, this, I had the thing uh, blocked up uh, for the old wanking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I do that as well. A little bit of tape that yeah. I put on it when I'm not using it. <laughs> it's like the more you know, the more par- like paranoid you get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have some emails claiming to be from anonymous, saying that they've really? recorded me like <laughs> what? It's <laughs> not them. It's probably the same people who do the Nigerian print scam. It's like to to get money out of you, to blackmail you. Otherwise, <laughs> your, your balls are going online. They're going yeah. on Facebook. <laughs> but see how the camera is on a laptop. You can't see anything anyway. It would just be a picture of me no, going, yeah. Ooh. It's just like your cum face, isn't it? It's yeah. just like, like everyone's cum face everyone's all cum over face. the world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want people to see your cum face? I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like if you really want to, mate, but that's like my privacy that you're like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, one of them started with the the subject line... Uh, or perv or something it's like if I'm a perv <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm doing it in the in the privacy of my own home like you're the one being a fucking pervert <laughs> I know it's like a, um, I don't know if you saw this but it was ages ago it was like a, it was a a newspaper story about someone someone getting either head or the guy was licking the lady out on the beach on Brighton Beach and yeah, someone had yeah, snapped yeah. a photo of it and sent it to the press and the press were like them pervs it's like well what about the guy taking what, the picture yeah, yeah. I saw it on Brighton People the Facebook group where there's like thousands of people and there was like hundreds of comments and likes and shares and stuff and like this guy's ass just like you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like bright and early seven o'clock on bright and beach you yeah. know <laughs> you should be able to <laughs> if no one's around yeah i mean like you know it's it's kind of it's one of those things where people it's kind of like quite a done thing amongst couples isn't it it's quite a risque sort risque, of yeah but a common thing that a lot of people fucking do. If you, you know I mean? if been in a long term relationship, you got to spice it up by yeah, yeah. Always getting you know, caught. You gotta, be, you, gotta uh, you gotta sort of try new things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> did you um, did you hear about the two uh, homeless gay guys that got caught sucking each other off in the middle of um, I think it was Shoreham, and like <laughs> some some woman was sitting in her office and like looked out the window. This park and these two gay guys were just stuck at each other off, and it made like the front page of the fucking Argus or whatever. 
<laughs> no, but uh, uh, one of our old housemates uh, said he saw uh, a situation like that going on in the graveyard <laughs> oh, next no to way. our house. No way. <laughs> Just yeah, really... <laughs> I've I, I got to admit that I, I've been sort of caught a couple of times, um, you know, do, do, doing the alfresco coitus, um, you know. What's alfresco? Uh, is that by uh, yourself? Outside, or? outside sex, outdoor sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Well, like, alfresco is like, yeah, I think I just made it up. I hope I, hope I just made it up. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> alfresco coitus. Alfresco yeah, coitus. Someone's probably said it. But, you know. <laughs> who hasn't? Have you ever done yeah, who it? Has, who hasn't? <laughs> Where'd you, <laughs> you, you almost got caught or you did get caught and they just pretended uh, did, they didn't see. I did get caught with uh, my girlfriend in Oxford once. Um, in Oxford? We in oh, park. whereabouts? Yeah, yeah, in uh, South Park. Oh, South Park, yeah. Yeah, we were like in the woods on the sort of like, if you're looking up the hill on the right-hand side, mm. and uh, yeah, thinking that we were sort of nice and secluded. Yeah. But, um, we weren't. And she was on top of me. And then, like, this couple just, like, walked past within about, sort of, 10 metres of us. Were <laughs> <laughs> you pretending you're having a, a picnic? Was, yeah, the, the, the woman was laughing, but the bloke was, like, looking well awkward and just, like, rushed off. Yeah, pretending he didn't have a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go home and shag his wife. This is a dirty podcast. This is, yeah, yeah, you thought this was going to be a regular one, Jack. <laughs> This is like, this is X-rated, you know. Telling you my sexual like, you know, misdemeanors. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to get rest. Let's just say this was over seven years ago. Wait, what is it? Uh, is that yeah, how that long? Was like, that was like 2005 or something. Oh, okay. What what yeah. is the? I can't remember what the name of it is, but when you can no longer be committed of a crime after a certain amount of time. Oh, when it's like, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, but it's null and void or yeah so you can tell a story about you breaking the law from i think it's seven years i wouldn't want to say that though but yeah just in case i'm not know. a lawyer just in case i, I start a stand-up career and start talking about start my, talking my past about crimes like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's awesome what what does a day look like at for jack at the moment then uh, just loads Place of wanking, really. just wanking. <laughs> In between other stuff. Yeah, my wrist started to hurt. I've got to like stop. I'm start. I've got to like you know stagger it out. I've got. To... <laughs> but yeah, um, <clears throat> no, it's it's kind of I've got to do bits of work and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's a completely different sort of like day to the sort of normal nine to five routine. I must say, so I've got to feel way more sort of like just must not must myself. I don't know if that's the right term, but you know, I don't have to get up, I don't have to commute, I don't have to spend eight hours at work sitting at a desk, I don't yeah. have to like commute back. Do you know what I mean? Do it five days a week, so I've got more energy. Like I'm doing a lot more exercise, getting a lot more creative, um, playing like the ukulele, doing some writing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's cool. Just trying to. You know, this is it's, it's a good lifestyle to be honest. Like if you, a lot of people say that they they miss the routine and the structure, but for people that are creative, I feel it's a real good time for them to, you know, do stuff. Because yeah. you think about it, like you know, musicians, writers, 
Um, even like stand-up comics and stuff these days are doing stuff virtually. Um, and it's, 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 you think about it, without all this lockdown pandemic going on, you know, writers and artists and stuff, you know, have to sit down and kind of make their own work. Do you know mm. what I mean? Without the structure of going to, to a job and fucking sitting there for however long for how much money. Um, so it's like, for creative people, I think it's a good time in which they can like, you know, really put stuff out there. Mm. You know, and a lot of people are at home just sitting on their fucking phones and laptops and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, you've got comedians doing like Zoom stand up shows, you've got like virtual meetings, you've got all kinds of stuff going on, man. It's, it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. So it's the positive side of it, really. From, that is cool. Bill Gates is trying to take over the world, man. <laughs> I've heard that conspiracy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying yeah, to. <laughs> Yeah. What was it? He's trying to. I can't remember. Trying to put something in a vaccine or something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And this this new world order that will come in where we're not allowed to go to other countries. Um, we're not allowed to have like public meetings and assemblies and stuff. Because um, <laughs> Bill Gates yeah, want you this, wants you to buy a computer. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just sort of get just launching the, the ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> we're all like happy Microsoft people where yeah. we wear like Microsoft t-shirts <laughs> and like talk about how great Bill Gates is. He's got a, he's got a Matrix one. Um, I know it's like the new Matrix Microsoft where you plug into the computer. Yeah. And then you, yeah. But actually, no, that, that would probably be good enough that you wouldn't need a pandemic. <laughs> Nah, yeah, this is it. I mean, that's that's what I sometimes like think about, isn't it? It's like, you know, um, that VR and computer games or whatever will get so good mm. that we can just sort of live lives, you know, how we want to, how we project ourselves, how we want to be, mm. without the need of going through the struggle, like of you know becoming famous or you know writing a book or you know whatever people want to do you know? <laughs> <laughs> just, without going to the gym they just get an avatar who's like a big yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. they're just massive and they got like a fit girlfriend or like seven yeah. fit girlfriends and they're all cool with having like orgies every day and it's just you know <laughs> and maybe they'll have like sensation pads or whatever so it becomes even further and well it'll end up like the matrix perhaps yeah that's one pi know. piece of technology <laughs> i'm looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. it's like the blowjob machine that you <laughs> You can get so much stuff these days, can't you? There's like yeah. kinds of like ingenious contraptions to to whack yourself off. And yeah. like... <laughs> you be old we don't need each other anymore. It'd be like Black Mirror. We'll sit in like pods, and you know we'll have like sex machines that you know re re relieve our um, sexual tensions mm. and stuff. And the pent up need to pro procreate, I guess. <laughs> and then it all goes down like tubes. Someone's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, oh, uh, someone's collecting yeah. it. <laughs> a human fart, human sperm farm. Yeah, bank sperm thing. Farm, and then everyone gets mixed up, and no one knows whose is whose. And who's. that's how you go in there. Yeah, so yeah. And then it picks, happy. it picks the most genetically viable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the strongest, like you know, the ones that are going to have the the best sperm, the, yeah, the best quality. The vintage sperm. <laughs> Who's got the best sperm? I don't know. Yeah, it'd be funny if you got a letter, a letter from the mail saying the sperm's not doing as well. We're coming to take your blowjob machine back. But yeah, yeah, that's it. You're no longer allowed to come. Like that's it. You're no longer allowed to ejaculate by order of government. Right? <laughs> oh god.
That's hilarious. So, I did hear another conspiracy stuff. theory. Mate, I mean, like, Hollywood... Sorry, yeah, oh. go on. Oh, don't worry. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that, like, Hollywood's already done it in sort of, like, Logan's run back in, like, the 60s. Like, George Lucas did it in one of his first films before Star Wars. It's mm. quite, like, a sort of cult sci-fi... Not quite a B-movie, but it's, like, you know, quite obscure. Um, what was this again? What was it about? It's, it's called... It's about robots. It's a bit like Blade Runner. Blade it's Runner. called, like, T... Hang on. Hang on a minute. It's THX something. Oh, no. But, yeah, and then, you know... So you've got, like, Hollywood imagining this stuff already. But then you've got people like um, the astrophysicist. What's his face? Um, George... Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he. I don't think he's like a supporter of. But he's open to the idea that we sort of live in this like a virtual reality, almost like a computer programming machine. What well, we do already, um, or that that would be a good idea. Yeah, we already do. But then we perhaps we already do. Like he's not like he says he's open to the idea, not that it's like you know an actual thing. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's an interesting theory. I think Elon Musk thinks that as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he's a he needs to stop tweeting. <laughs> I don't follow him on Twitter. What sort of things is he saying? Uh, he he made um, Tesla's like stock market prices crash like crazy yesterday. Did like, he? Saying that they, they shouldn't be worth as much as they are, and they lost, he lost like hundreds of millions like, over something like people like pulling out the shares. <laughs> you gotta love that. You just it's gotta keep an stupid, eye on. Like, on the stuff that um, when someone says something silly that's only going to uh, affect it for a brief amount of time, then you just yeah. go in and buy quickly and <laughs> sell it back once it's... <laughs> sell it back <laughs> just... once it's... Yeah, it's all, it's all just a game to manipulate it. I guess. Yeah, so I guess yeah. It's sort of a really, isn't it? It's, you know, he's, he's, got, he's got hundreds of billions at his disposal, so you know, <laughs> you can play, he can play with the money. He can play the proper Monopoly. He's play, basically playing a game of Monopoly, but yeah. in real life, you know. A lot funny that's what <laughs> it's crazy the fact you can just say something stupid and it will make your company's stock go down for a little bit and then go back up it's when it's it's like he does it almost in a like provocative manner like he knows what he's doing Mm. like he's like doing it because he knows the consequence of it like (sighs) he's done it for a reason like whatever you know could be financial publicity i'm not sure but you know it's definitely for a reason he's not just this he could be just like a flipping guy that gets a bit mad sometimes and gets his phone out and he's like no no pedo guy it could be either or yeah 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 yeah. it's what is impulsive and what is calculated you you just never know do you oh your door's opening have you got a cat yeah man Uh, i'm just throwing something in the bin have you met my cat yet no i don't know where he's gone but um yeah He's, he's a very sweet cat. He's a very sweet cat. <laughs> yeah. He likes to kill things, but he's a very sweet cat. Too, oh, so, what things? You know. <laughs> uh, like mice, frogs, birds. birds. Um, he doesn't really... Dogs. Like summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like frogs. He eats frogs, you know, quite a lot. Find like frog carcasses outside the back door. Oh, what? Um, I've seen him eat mice, just like whole mice as well. That's pretty gross. I literally just crunch it, like tail, head, skin, fur, feet, eyes, everything. Just oh, stuck. my God. 
have to sit there. He, he brings it in. It's mostly in summer during the night time mm. when he goes out hunting, comes back about 11, 12, and he's just got this like tail dangling out of his mouth. Uh, and then, yeah. and then he just goes, goes to his bowl and it's like, and it's just like gone and just got to is sit it, there. Ah. <laughs> it's a he. Is it a, a tomcat? Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, I think he's, I mean, I think he's about two, maybe a bit older, three or four, but we're not sure because he was a stray um, found on the street with a really bad um, head injury. Oh, shit. Um, he was like bleeding loads and like he's, he's got, he had a mat, he's got a big sort of cut out of his ear. Yeah. Um, what else has he got? He's, he's just, he's a bit of a fighter though. He's always like coming home with like scabs and he's got scars all over him and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's cool. He's really lovely. He's quite quite a quite a sensitive cat. But then again, all cats are sensitive. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> does, he, does he piss everywhere? No, no. no. Although once, like What's... he has done uh, a couple of bad things. Although it's kind of our fault. Um, <laughs> he he wants to shit right on our bed, like right in the middle of our bed. Like um, <laughs> it's so weird. It's just, like, of all places, like you just fucking shout on our bed, like, right in the middle of the diva. Were you out or were you asleep or? <laughs> uh, we were out, but then uh, the second time we, because he gets out in the back window in the mm. kitchen, and uh, we forgot to open it one night, I think, mm. and then he's running around a bit sort of weirdly, and um, I thought that's a bit strange, and mm. then he went upstairs. Yeah. And then I followed him about ten minutes later, mm. and he'd just done a poo in the sink in the bathroom. <laughs> It was amazing. It was like, <laughs> mate, you, you nearly got the toilet. You nearly <laughs> you got, got the, the idea of the toilet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like, he's, he's, he nearly grasped the concept. <laughs> what he would have had to be honest. <laughs> it was just like two foot away from him, sat two foot in another direction, mm. and yeah, it was gone, gone in, the, in the bowl. But um, I have heard of other cats doing that before. Not pissing. They're actually shitting in the toilet. Oh, shitting in the toilet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no joke. Ah, oh, that's crazy. Have they not fallen in? So, I know, yeah. Maybe they have. Maybe they one tried it, they fell in, and they just got, you know, they got too scared. Well, like, like, yeah, oh, they that's... got stuck in the toilet, and at some point did yeah. have to do a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they never pooed inside again. <laughs> yeah. And then they left. Yeah, ain't going near that yeah. again. You imagine? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but cats, cats' bums are funny, aren't they? <laughs> Were they like you mean like pink dot? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. just quite like I don't know. You gotta look at them like they're quite like they're quite loving. They come and sit on you and they're quite like stuck purring and you know, you know, giving you affection. And they turn around and you've just got an arsehole in your face. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> this is how they fucking clean themselves by like looking at that and stuff. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then they come and lick you because they love you and they're like yeah, and they give you yeah. the little nip and a lick yeah and it's like whoa you just lit your bum man yeah yeah i know you know they don't clean their teeth either no <laughs> and they eat cat food <laughs> yeah, they, yeah it's disgusting like you know i'm really sort of questioning whether or not i should be giving them um cat food because well a it's just like what is it is it it says like animal and meat derivatives on the yeah. on the ingredients yeah um, so you got to think like that's probably like the worst of the worst of whatever factory makes it you know they can yeah. be fun 
and they could just be rats. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They like, have rat farms that they just process up into dog and cat food. I don't know. I suppose that wouldn't be bad, but you know. Um, yeah. Anyway, cats pretty so, much eat anything, don't they? <laughs> they're, they're, I mean, he. He. What did he eat the other day? Sweet potato. I yeah. roasted up some chicken because um, I wanted to give him something good to eat, just some chicken breast. Um, yeah. And I roasted some sweet potato with it. Yeah. And he actually ate the sweet potato. Oh. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. That's good. Although dogs, dogs are pretty crazier, you know, when it comes to eating. I've seen dogs eat like garlic and watermelon. Oh, and that. yeah. Dogs yeah. eat anything, literally. Oh, yeah. They try and eat anything. It's weird that they get fucked up by chocolate, actually, because they yeah. eat stuff that's... <laughs> Seems yeah, far worse to us. <laughs> yeah, it's like they eat like a, a dead, like I don't know, pigeon that's been like you know fermenting for a few mm. days in the pavement in in August or whatever. Yeah, but don't um, you know, they can't eat chocolate. Yeah, can't eat chocolate. Poor thing. They probably want it. Like they do want it. They do like, want it. They try and eat it all the time. <laughs> yeah. They can't get enough. <laughs> oh, <too slowly. laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. So, uh, how's your lockdown been? Have yeah, been... good. I've been I've been fairly busy as well. Um, uh, I have been getting up at uh, five, but <laughs> just to actually try and get some writing done in the morning while not, like no one else is awake. Cool. Yeah, I do like that time to be honest, man. Like late at night or early in the morning, mm. it's quite like a calm sort of period of the day. Yeah, uh, do, I was going to ask: Do you have a certain time that you find easier to write? Um, I think nighttime, but it's that's I don't know. It's it's more about for me when I get in the mood. Mm. I think when I, I feel the need to write, or because I think I think another thing is that with with writing stuff like books and novels, whatever you want to call it, stories, mm. um, it's they're so long and they're completely open ended. There's no like start and finish. Mm. So it's all about you for myself anyway like the more I write the more I get into it if you know what I mean so mm. it's not about kind of having like you know a lot of people have to do it you know in a structured way so it's like I'll write between like 8 and 10 or like you know I'll get up early do it it's it's kind of you know I do prefer those times to be honest I say late at night is probably my preferred time you know um, but unfortunately being in a capitalist system means I've got to earn money and you know Means I don't have time to wait until like three in the morning and getting getting stoned off my bunks, writing some shit. You know, you would just be, uh, you would just be, I don't know, sneak off for work for a yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you go and write your book in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. yeah. that's I yeah, find uh, for- forcing myself to do it like every morning. Actually, even if you feel like you don't have any ideas, even just doing it. Yeah, will the ideas will come or they'll be shit and then you rewrite it. Sure, I think that's that's also another thing. Like even if you get something down, even if it is a little bit shit and you're not happy with it, mm. it's just something to work on. It's something to build on. Yeah, you, yeah. You know, it's something you know there already, not just a blank page. Yeah, but he's. Uh, well, are you working on fiction at the moment? Yeah, oh, you yeah. did have a series of things. You were talking about ages ago. Did you complete them, or are they still going? Or do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, no, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> you were releasing some things as Amazon books, I think, or you were uh, going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, that's a, that's a fiction based on um, like an actual murder case in Australia. Oh, it's a real one. Uh, yeah, it's a real one. It's called the Summerton Man. Have you ever heard of that? No. Is uh, an unsolved murder case. Yeah. Uh, from the late forties in Australia, this yeah. guy was dead um, on the beach in uh, a place called Summerton, hence the Summerton Man. Yeah. Um, it was just sitting up against the wall um, with a cigarette in his ear. What? And he was dressed you know, quite smartly, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was dead. Um, and he didn't have a wallet or anything on him. Uh, he didn't have, well, he had a few things, but I'll get into that. Hmm. Um, so he just didn't have any ID. So the police thought it was probably suicide. Um, he'd gone down there to kill himself. Yeah. And so they just uh, took him to the coroner's. Um, but then when they found stuff on him, that's when things became weird. Um, like, well, firstly, they couldn't determine how he died. Um, yeah. Had like an inflamed spleen, um, but that was about it. He was otherwise like pretty healthy. Um, yeah. He was athletic, quite strong, um, but didn't have didn't have any signs of hard work. So he wasn't like a labourer or like a farmer or like a builder. Do you know what I mean? Like he's probably like he could have been a soldier or like a ballerina. Mm. Um, maybe sportsman, something like that, something like that. Um, what else? Yeah. So it was basically they they figured out that it was by poison was the way he died, but okay. they didn't know they couldn't identify what kind of poison. Um, and then he had like weird stuff on him, like an unused train ticket, um, <clears throat> like some cheap Australian cigarettes in like a packet. But the actual cigarettes in the packet were yeah. of a expensive British brand. Oh, okay. In Australia, um, and then like in a little sort of hidden pocket in his fob pocket of his trousers, mm. um, it was like sewn in. There was a page of uh, Persian poetry yeah. from a called Taman Tamam Shad. Um, which means finished in Persian, was sewn into his pocket. Um, and yeah, so the other, the most startling thing is that he's never been identified. No one still to this day knows who he is. Yeah. Um, there's obviously lots of theories and stuff, but his fingerprints have been sent to like the FBI, Interpol, Scotland Yard, um, and no one knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. So, um, there's a bit of a story there. Um, I just think it's like one of those cool sort of like uh, murder mysteries. It's got a bit of. Um, sort of historical uh, connection with like the Second World War and the Cold War because a lot of people think he was a spy. Oh, okay. But either like the British or the Russians. What year was this? So it was like 49. So it was like oh, okay. sort of the very start of um, the, what's known as the Cold War. Mm. Um, you know, it's, you know, nearby there was like a government space um, satellite thing. Uh, so there was, you know, some connection to the area of you know why a spy might a russian spy might have been there or something mm. but yeah you know um people are really interested in it and it's a, it's not a you know i posted the first chapter online you know I, I did it sort of through amazon unfortunately but it was just sort of a test to sort of see um you know what would happen and people and because it's quite like a 
it's quite a niche thing. It's quite a cult. It's got a quite a cult following. Mm. Um, so you know, people are interested. In it. I got quite good feedback and reviews from it. So every every so often, I just get like a payment from Amazon into my bank account. <laughs> start with <laughs> um, and I remember that it's out there, but it's it's kind of like I I've been studying this year, so I haven't really been writing too much. <laughs> but now this lockdown has started. Um, <sighs> Should get back on it. Been doing a lot more, yeah. Mm. So, there you go. Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's 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 to me it's an interesting story and it's also like a popular thing that I can write about. So you know, yeah, that will you know will get some interest and you know it may it may sort of um, you know be able to sort of give me like a bit of a name for myself if that makes sense even even in small circles you know and people might sort of hear my name if I write something else and it kind of grows my reputation so yeah oh that's cool is that was did you did you write everything you had to write about that crime or have you still got more to write about that oh yeah it's I've got a lot more to write because I've got to figure out what my whole take on it is if you know what I mean I know there's there's a story there you could write you know people have written books on the whole thing anyway but in a a non-fiction sense um, this is going to be purely fiction oh okay Um, so it was a blend of non-fiction and fiction I'm kind of like um, what's the word I'm creating a story out of the you know the actual you know real life events yeah oh that's true crime yeah true crime I love true crime have you uh (laughs) Have you got any other plans to write about anything else along those lines? Uh, true, no, it's just I, I'm not really like a fan of. I mean, I, I you know I'm not a really fan of true crime, but I think this story has um, quite a lot of historical and cultural significance to Australia. Oh, okay. Um, and it's quite a it's quite a cool thing. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's 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 yeah it's it's i think that's one of the main reasons you know i I don't you know i don't think i wouldn't consider myself wanting to to be a crime writer um by any means (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure you got it in you (laughs) depends what you're interested in really yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, i heard about a bit of true crime out of australia and there's i don't know if you've heard the story but a guy got a a, baby what's that (laughs) Dingo ate my baby. Yeah, no. it was a, a guy, a group of guys who'd gone around murdering people, and one of the people they stuck a, a spring, no, what's it called, a sparkler down oh. the, down a guy's cock and like lit it. What? I know. Oh, that's horrendous. Where'd you get that idea to do that from? That's that's beyond. That's just like proper messed up. And yeah, that's it is. Just, yeah. They had been torturing other people as well, um, but that was just like that so, was the peak of messed upness. I think they did actually no, they electrocuted someone's balls as well. So that's what? yeah. What, what, what are these guys like a gang or what was their fucking raison d'être? I'm not sure. Just it wasn't it wasn't like gang gang like as in like going after another gang member. It was just a group of guys who were fucking. They're literally just like a bunch of sociopaths. Like yeah, just going around being dicks, basically. Yeah. Hurt people. Yeah. So I went. Uh, you you grew up in Australia. 
Did you? Yeah. yeah where, you, when? Where, what age did you live there from until? Uh, when I was kind of like a young, a young man. No, not a young man. <laughs> young, a, young, a young boy. <laughs> baby. When I was a young man. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still a young man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Between the ages of like, uh, well, until about nine or ten, I think. Mm. So, um, yeah. Nine. No, no. Oh, from from what age? Well, from when I was born, I was born in London, but yeah, in London. Um, we moved like straight away. Oh, Baptist. okay. So you you didn't experience England as a child, really? No. Well, except for I experienced like... it coming here um, with an Australian accent and stuff. Oh wow! Like an immigrant, I guess, or whatever. But then I'm not because I've got a passport anyway. So yeah, you were technically born I'm... here. <laughs> not been here, mate. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking like, about? <laughs> you bet you and um your uh your brother have uh both had Australian accents, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any uh, recordings of you from back then? Like on videotapes uh, or anything? My we've got some home videos, I think, and I've got a proper sort of strong um Australian accent. <sighs> Is it funny but to I hear? I, I kinda wish I still had it. I kinda I really do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I went through the I went through British like secondary school so yeah you know I just I lost the accent um, I think it's about it's about who you're around as well it seems to go at, if you're at an earlier age like an older person moving away from somewhere doesn't tend to pick up the new accent as well no it's more yeah it's definitely more established like my dad for example he's like 60 nearly 70 and he's still got his Aussie accent even though he's lived here for fucking like 30 years or whatever so is that social or physical, do you think? Like, as in, like, a kid might feel the need to fit in, so even subconsciously will change their accent? Or is it, like, a physical difference that happens to the body as a result of growing? It's a good question. Um, I, think, I think both, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, and from my own personal experience, um, I went to school in Somerset. We first moved to somewhere outside of Bristol when we moved from... Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, and these two kids at a school there um, actually bullied me for having an Australian accent. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was only like two people, but do you know what I mean? That was my experience because I was, you know, different. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I had different voice. Um, and that's what they picked on because it was different. And that's what kids do, you know. That's what, yeah, it's, it's, it's anything that you've got different about you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that it's the same experience as, say, someone coming from, you know, like Zimbabwe or bloody, like, Jamaica or wherever, mm. where you're actually, you know, you've, you've got different skin and you've got a different language, perhaps, and, like, you know, it's a completely different, but I sort of got that idea of what it may, you know, an element of what an immigrant would go through, you know what I mean? Even though I was white-skinned, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Having that sort of like new, almost that fear of the unknown of going into everything, yeah, and getting that sort of you know bullied every day by two kids is you know. What were you bullied for stuff in Australian schools as well? Do you remember? No, nah, no, nah, I did. I because I went to I went to like the start of school in Australia, and you know I did really good time and I had mates and like, you know they made me a massive thing when I left of oh. this like, dinosaur thing and all that kind of shit, but you know. Actually, that's quite a big thing as well, is sort of having to build a completely new friendship group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we moved around in England quite a lot as well. Oh, so shit. It's kind of like, I had to do that twice in England. I think I went to like... How many? One, two, three... I went to like four different schools, I think. Mm. 
like that. Two, three or four different schools, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was always kind of like having to like reestablish myself in places. So I guess, you know, after a while, you know, it does become normal. Well, not normal, but, you know, you just get used to it, I guess. Yeah. That's why I kind of loved uni because I was used to doing that kind of shit where you go and you're just like some new person and you've got to be some, you know, do you know what I mean? And it's, all, it's all part of growing up. Yeah. That's what it is. Comple- <laughs> completely uh, new you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, 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 it's kind of like, I mean, go back to like the whole environmental thing and sort of is it social or or like intrinsic within us and I, th- I think most stuff is learned really isn't it most stuff mm. is is learned from our environment and our experiences and you know like our, our, our memories kind of are made through our experiences like you're not born with any memories and like no. the, the reason you know how to do stuff is because you've memorized it yeah yeah so you've done it a few times you know you're like either be it sort of brain memory or muscle memory you know when you're lifting weights or playing football or whatever it's you know your body sort of learns and adapts to what you're doing um but then like emotionally i don't know if we can like adapt after like we're sort of toddlers can we i suppose we learn more stuff and we become we we learn faster as younger people um and you probably give a shit less as an adult you know what i mean if someone was taking the piss out of you for having an australian accent now you'd just be like shut up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> whereas it would bother you more as a kid that's my interpretation anyway yeah definitely and I think it's that unknown situation where you probably feel that sort of animosity that aggressiveness towards mm. you but you don't really know what it is and what it's about you know? yeah uh, that's crazy kind of... Wait, have you got yeah. any funny stories from Australia that's <laughs> uh... putting you on the What's the word? I remember once, dude, my, my granddad was a pretty tough old dude. Um, but he, he was a bit wild, like a yeah. wild Irishman. Um, but yeah, he fought in the war and, you know, he's, he's pretty... He did, apparently he didn't wear shoes until he was about 14. <laughs> Is um, this your mum's uh, or dad's side? Uh, that's my dad's dad. So yeah. that's why he's... Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I remember doing some gardening with him. Um when you know, I must have been about sort of five, six or something. Yeah. Um, but I still like quite vividly remember it. And um, he was, I think he was turning up some soil or whatever with like a pitchfork. Yeah. And found like a witchetty grub. A what, sorry? A witchetty grub. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Are they kind of like maggots? Yeah, but they're or like, like caterpillars. As all things Australian are, they're like four times the size than <laughs> what you get. <laughs> <laughs> is that the heat Spiders. yeah yeah heat like the humidity all that kind of stuff as you know mm. it affects it it makes the it makes the native you know flora and fauna just way more fucking exciting yeah <laughs> like you get spiders that eat cockroaches and cockroaches have like hard shells man fuck like really hard shells but anyway um, I was gardening with my uh, granddad mm. and he found one of those in the soil and he just ate half of it <laughs> And then he offered me the other half, and I was yeah. like, no, I'm right. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I still remember that. And he literally did, because the Aboriginal people eat them. Like, that's one of their, that's part of their sort of normal diet. If oh, you so you, you know you won't get fucked up by it then if it is uh, no, yeah. a diet. It's of... like the, 
Yeah, it's fine. It's all just protein and fat, apparently. But yeah, it just, I mean, look at it. It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's pretty manky. It's like some sort of alien spawn. Like, alien, an alien's going to grow out of it at some point. You know? Do you have any stories about <laughs> spiders in toilets? Uh, <laughs> or do you know anyone <laughs> who's experienced it? I, my, my granddad actually got bitten on the bum by a spider. Um, <laughs> <laughs> same granddad yeah yeah same granddad I mean yeah it's just one of those sort of you know hazards of living there I guess but yeah. it's not very common um, it's not very common I've got to say but yeah he, he got bitten in the ass by a redback which is a tiny little spider oh okay but it's part of the black widow family yeah and so I mean it made him ill for a couple of weeks um, oh fuck is it slightly poisonous then yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll kill like an old person mm. or like a baby, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Australia's already. got a great way of sort of like, you know, say, you know, they, 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 what they say is when you get a bit more of those, is like, oh, I'll make you feel uncomfortable for a little bit. <laughs> it's like, well, you, we need to go to hospital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need some sort of antibiotic and, and be put in a drip, you know, and like your heart monitored and make sure your toxicity levels and your blood aren't fucking going crazy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just make you, make you feel uncomfortable, mate. Yeah. Is that a toughness because they're, otherwise it would just be terrifying the whole time if you were like, oh, God, that uh, could kill me? I think yeah, I think Australia's like has built or tried to build this kind of like especially in the past, like this like tough, hard man lifestyle, colonial pioneer shit. Now it's all like metrosexual fucking guys that get their bums like waxed and, you know, have like white teeth and, you know, have like <laughs> inject fucking steroid into their fucking pecs and stuff um you know that's 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 a very stereotypical thing but you know it does happen it does happen, it does happen. but yeah like in my granddad's generation it was all about you know being almost like a cowboy ah uh-huh. um you know so my granddad you know he had used to have sheep cows like my grandma tells stories of like um him going out at night uh with a rifle like a gun um and sitting amongst his sheep, like in the middle of his sheep, waiting for dingoes to come around, and he'd shoot the dingoes. And like every stuff of grandma would hear this. Poof, poof. Yeah, and then like every night she'd be like, I hope he comes back. But yeah, he did. But she think, yeah. imagine just thinking your partner's in bed with you, and then you hear, poof, poof. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, they're Actually, outside yeah, shooting does. dogs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was that to pro- was that to protect the sheep or was that just for good for a laugh no that was to protect the sheep because sheep were money man yeah yeah like livestock's money wool's money milk's money you know it's it was, I'd say he know. was a farmer then yeah he did mate he did all sorts he he you know didn't go to school didn't go to uni you know none of that shit um you know they they in yeah, the end they ran past like yeah, in the end, they, him and my grandma ran pubs. Um, but yeah, really? he, he used to like, he used to do all sorts of shit. Like he used to have cattle as well. Mm. He used to drove cattle, so basically a cowboy. Um, cowboy. He used to own a racehorse with his brother. Yeah, and he used to rig it apparently. And the jockeys would all be in on it, and they'd just be like, "Yeah, we're losing this one. Yeah, we're winning this one," and they'd all bet. <laughs> So they'd get a massive profit out of it, and you know, it wasn't it wasn't like a great horse, but apparently it won some 
the last race at a sort of major track in Brisbane. Um, so yeah. the Australian yeah. version of the film Snatch, you know, when you... <laughs> yeah, 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 literally. Tell the gypsy to go down in round three. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like uh, yeah, it's like Snatch, but with fucking yeah, with Australian horses, John Mayer. Yeah. Uh, you know, John yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the horse to fucking fall yeah. over. <laughs> Just round the old corner. You know, I can't like, do it. Yeah, yeah, so I'm doing the mic. Yeah, this, he was a bit of an alcoholic, which was unfortunate, but he did sort of um, manage to lose the addiction as he got older. So that was Oh, good. that's good. Um, what else? What have I, I, I used to have a red back nest in my front door. I remember that when we lived in Brisbane. I remember my mum spraying it. Oh, my God. Um, so it's like yeah, at the top of the I, door, there was like just loads of spiders chilling. Yeah, there was a little nest. They're only they're tiny, tiny little black things with like a red hourglass on their on their back. Mm. But um, yeah, like they they're pretty easily dealt with. What else? I've had. Uh, I remember going into my bedroom once and a, a massive huntsman spider was on the wall. Yeah, and like huntsman just like garden spiders in Australia, but. They're like the size, literally the size of my fit, like palm. It's like they're massive, size of a plate, um, and they're all spread out and stuff. They look a bit like tarantulas, but bigger, but not as not as fucking furry. Are they uh, are they deadly? No, but they will bite you. They're they're scary, but they're not actually deadly. Yeah, so they're they're massive and it's really scary. And there was one on on my wall, um, and. Yeah, oh, fuck. Away they're horrible, aren't they? They're yeah. the ones you don't want in the yeah, toilet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're fucking massive. They're yeah, they're they're huge. Um, they will bite you. It'd be like a bee sting, probably like something, probably a bit, probably a bit more than a bee sting. Maybe like a hornet or something. But yeah, something like that. Um, uh, that yeah, that I've had nights where I've walked into my bedroom and they've been on the wall. Um, Oh, I remember waking up one morning and just feeling this thing just like running across my head. And oh, no. Like, what the fuck is that? But it was gone before I could like, you know. You felt it. You, you knew what it was. I felt it like crawled across my head. <gasps> oh, my so God. Like, it may have been, it could have been a spider. It could have been a spider. It might have been a nuke, though. Or like, not a nuke, a fucking um, gecko. Um, could have, it have been, been a hopefully pedo's gecko. balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got pissed on by a gecko. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying, man. Um, do you find people in Australia are less scared of spiders, or about the same as in England? Um, or is it more? Because yeah, they're actually I, fucking mental. It depends where you're from, I guess, as well. Like, if you're from the country, you're probably more used to it, you know, and you, you'd be happy to, you know you know whatever you're not that bothered by them but i guess if you come from the city where there's less there's less like insects and shit around then yeah you know so yeah it, i've seen i remember once i got ants ants are actually really annoying in australia cool because they bite you. yeah that's crazy. they're cool like in, in queensland you get bull ants all right and they've got that's like a beast thing, man. And they're still like tiny little ants. Yeah. Like you go out on the grass with your bare feet and then you'll just be like, ah, and you get stung. It's like a pincer, like just going into your foot. Is it similar to red yeah. ants? 
Yeah, similar, but just a lot more like potent, a lot yeah. more painful. That's more of an um, itchy sensation, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been stung by a red ant. I no. might have been. Yeah. I, have, I have a memory of feeling really itchy and being told it's because of red ants, but I don't, yeah. I might have just dreamt that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was a dream? What what actually happened? That's the question. <laughs> you seen any snakes? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Um, last time I was there, me and my mate Kate were walking through uh, Brisbane Botanical Gardens, like, which is pretty much in the middle of the city mm. uh, by the river. But which means there's a lot of like, you know trees and stuff and like yeah forest area yeah and like uh by past there was like a massive uh carpet python that looked a bit sick what how um, big is a carpet python it's probably like a, a meter and a half long maybe two meters um they're not poisonous they're yeah. like constrictors they just like constrict strangle you you know can they eat you whole yeah uh no they're not that big but no. i don't think they try to be honest um but yeah, he was. Like, I think he was like halfway through shedding his skin or something, and then he looked like he was he just really like weird and sick. Yeah. And then like some dude stopped, and then like we tried to pick it up, but he got scared and he ran away. And then I rang like the council, Brisbane council, to see if they could come out and help it, but she was just a bit like, "No, sorry, I'll just leave it." <laughs> <laughs> what? That's a bit above my pay grade, actually. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I think because it was like a Sunday or something, and it's like, oh, no one's working so, today. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> you think it's Saturday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just a snake, mate. No, yeah. But <laughs> as my dad says, uh, the only good snake is a dead snake. It's a dead snake. Which would make Steve Irwin, like, turn in his grave, but, you know. <laughs> I was thinking about Steve Irwin earlier. Was he as popular in Australia as he was in, like, England and America? Um, like yes and no not a different way I guess like he's, he's still considered like a, a national treasure or whatever but um, I think he's he's more more of a caricature like um, to like Americans and British people because they don't really get the you know the whole Australian sort of outback man like you know apparently uh, one of my aunties Mary like she she had mates who like a couple that knew him and his wife yeah and apparently they did they did just really care about the planet and the animals and stuff and oh, you know, that's why yeah. they did everything you know that was they weren't just some you know they weren't carol baskin man that was, um... <laughs> <laughs> carol baskin <laughs> they weren't no carol baskin he weren't no carol baskin. He, he loved it he loved the crocodiles you know yeah uh that's so good. All right, yeah. No, nah, it, it was sad when he died. It was, yeah, yeah. It actually was. I mean, I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, it was a global, global tragedy, man. Yeah. That's great. I remember watching him as a kid, actually, and just being like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he had so much that like, energy, man. It was like, yeah. it like he was going to fucking like, get eaten or eat, eat a crocodile himself. Mm. Yeah, I just there's one bit I remember. And he, uh, he was just like, I think he was like squatted down with shorts on, looking at one snake, and then another snake like went up his shorts. <laughs> 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 he was like, "Shit!" 
I see there's a snake in my decks. Yeah, God. <laughs> there's a snake oh, in my shorts. There's a snake in my shorts. Yeah. Oh, that's my penis. Who's <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, that other dude that is an American guy? Um, that he like sting, he, he like videos himself getting stung or bitten by, you know, crazy insects. Have you seen that? No, Steve-O? No. <laughs> no, 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 he's not quite as fun as Steve-O. Right. Um, he's a bit more sort of scientific. Um, oh. But yeah, he gets stung by like African hornets and like centipedes and all sorts of stuff just to show you what the, you know, the deal is when you get bitten by one. Um, is this like know, public health announcements? A bit, a bit like you know to be honest like steve should go on a show like that'd be great yeah you know, i'd watch that <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about actually but it, is it is it quite I'm, funny to watch or is hunter, it hunter, 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 i don't know man if you want to see a guy get stung and bitten by shit yeah but it's in a it's it's just like weirdly interesting in a way mm. um yeah i think his name's like hunter hunter Bugman. Hunt the Bugman. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> Stung, yeah, it's stung by so... bullet and tarantula hawk. Like, what the fuck is a fucking What the there? fuck is a tarantula hawk? Yeah, what? Brave Wilderness. That's it. His name is the YouTube channel is Brave, Brave Wilderness. Wilderness. It gets oh, like okay. 50 million fucking views and shit. But yeah, it's it's mad. Like that's the, you know. I don't think Steve would have approved, man. Like, you know, no. he's taking it to, he's taking it somewhere dark. You know, it's not about. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing this, doing that. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's tarnishing the good work that Steve's done. I don't know why, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 Is it all just close-ups of his fingers, and then what? What it goes like afterwards, or do you get to see him like going like? Ah! Yeah, no, he does. I think they're about sort of fifteen, twenty minutes long, and he gets it goes through right from him getting stung to sort of the reaction of it and what he's going to do and what it does to you. Mm. And uh, it's it's weirdly educational, yeah. But stuff that you'd never want to do yourself. Yeah, Not a million years. Steve-O would. Steve-O probably would. But not, um, not, not me. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's people who would and people who wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't. I think, I think, yeah, definitely wouldn't. No. I think, I think you were in the, in the, in the majority of people, yeah. um, category. But, um, Steve-O, didn't he get arrested, like, a few years ago? So protesting against um, the captivity of killer whales in, in something like that it was actually to do with the sea life yeah. centre I think yeah it, it was I, I mean so that, to me that, that, that kind of tells me he's quite a cool guy mm. like you know he'd be crazy and you know have his drug and booze problems and sort of hurt himself for a living but you know fuck it he's probably made a lot of money probably made a lot of mistakes probably spent all his money but <laughs> he, he seems like he's got a good heart you know yeah it's, it's, Steve if you listen to this we love you man <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing for the rest of the day? Um, just chilling, man. I guess. Um, yeah. Saturday, Catherine's at work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. 
What about you? I don't know, man. Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna play hide and seek with my cat. <laughs> He's gonna go find where the smell is coming from. Saying the cat's yeah, left yeah, for you. Like, uh, <laughs> the food. Fucking, you know, rat bag. Is it a poo? Is it a mouse? <laughs> is it a ma- Is it sick? Is it a poo? Is it you know what is it? <laughs> That's fucking cat you. I'd love to own a cat actually, but yeah, it does I come mean, with it, its baggage. <laughs> it, it does. It does. I'd say it's pretty sort of low maintenance having a cat. We've only had to take it to the vet once, and he ended up being alright anyway. So mm. you know, and that's in a year of having him. But I guess it's it's all plain sailing until something goes wrong, isn't it? So mm. you got to at least have insurance or a bit of money. So you know, can't can't not look after them, guys. Well, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got look after your pets, man. Look Keep your animals well, and they will love you back. They will love know? you back and mess up your house. I love you, baby. Ah. Cool, man. I'm going to have to call it a day because I'm fucking knackered all of a sudden. But it's good talking yeah, to you. Have you got yeah, anything you'd like is... to plug? Like any projects? Uh, not for the time being, but um, check out, look out for the Summerton Man. Um, I might, yeah, I'll release it. Have you got a link that I can put on uh, to that actually actually plug my blog man plug, plug my poetry blog okay um, if you if you google if you go to my uh blog the poetry of jj nugent um it'll be the first result when you type it into google mm. uh, if you go there and give me some love give me some support and cool i'll give it back Is, are you also will... still doing your other blog uh, the Daily Rambler. No, yeah. it's not. Is I'm not doing that anymore. I got quite. I had over like a thousand followers or something on Twitter. Yeah, it. but it's um, it's gone by the wayside really. I think, I think like there was so much <laughs> good good material at the time uh, politically to turn into satire. But when there often is with British politics anyway. Hmm. Um, no matter from what period, but it, it seemed like uh, with the whole Brexit saga and. Um, all the shit going on, but now I think I've I've almost become with that Labour losing the election. You know, even though that was probably like always going to happen um, from what's been going on in the past few years. Um, you know, it's been. Do you feel deflated? Sort of, yeah, a little bit deflated. Like we've we've been we've been. You know, it's it's a defeat, but it's something that. You know, it's, it's, it's not made me really want to write about it anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, to put, it, to put it bluntly, but yeah, I, th- I think I think a future I might do, but yeah, it's just one of those projects that I needed to sort of, I didn't have enough time to do anymore. Oh, okay, fair enough. Fucking interest to do anymore, really. Um, yeah, oh. but yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll start again. I mean, it's already, it's still there, so I can always just start writing articles for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, check out the poetry of JJ Nugent. Cool. All right. Well, thanks so much for talking to me. Uh, it'd be good to have you on again. And uh, yeah. Absolute pleasure, man. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, nice one. All right. See you in a bit, dude. Much love. G-R-E-V-E-N-A. Hey, thanks for listening. And thanks to Jack Nugent for joining me. For more on what Jack has been thinking about, check out his WordPress blogs, Potty Mouth JJ and the Daily Rambler blog. 